Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, I really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080 The Fan. Happy Sunday morning, everybody. Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad. Joe is back this week. What up, Joe? Howdy. You didn't have to deal with the bikers last week, you lucky duck. Yeah. Oh, man, it was super. We thought we thought we, you got caught behind the bikers. Yeah. Well, I, I have a, a bone to pick with Mike about it. He is influencing police policy out there by uh, saying that he's got a radio show to do. Yes. The police yeah. has the road blocked, and he's like, hey, I got a radio show to do. And he's like, oh, my. Right away, Mr. Lynch. I'm sorry. Yeah, me, right. That didn't work move, for move me. this barricade. <laughs> I've only tried once, and they were like, keep it moving. I was like, okay, sorry. How did you wind up getting in here then? So day? if you, if you know, I went to the to the very end of McAdam, and uh, at that point. You can make a right. Yeah, the, the officer, you know, stopped a lot of the bikers and, you know, let people turn right that needed to. So he was really nice. I didn't even have to ask. Mm. You know, only had to wait for like you well, know, seven or eight minutes. By the, by the time I got here last week, I was sitting at the light. Make and it was forcing you to make a left, and there were at least 20 cars stopped. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so if I follow the traffic that they want to follow, I'm going to be stuck in this line of cars like for four cycles. Yeah, you're not going anywhere. So that's where I was like, I was waving the cop down, and I was like, look, my job is time dependent. I can't just show up and be like, sorry, I got caught behind the bikes. It's like, sorry, we have dead air. (laughs) And I was like, I got to get through. And he was like, all right, all right. And then I drove over the cones. So, yeah. yes, influencing police policy. Yes, I did. You're welcome. Hey, man, I say you, I say if you, if you can do it, do it. Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> he was, who's most likely here at the, at the station to, to hit somebody with a do you know who I am? Oh, God, I would hope no one. I'm, I, 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 would, I, I don't think, any, I don't think anybody. Let, let's put this out there. Everybody here at the fan is super, super chill for the most part. Like, I don't think there's anybody that would ever give that line. But if you were to, if anybody were just having a bad day, who who would be the first one to throw that out? Hmm. Do you know who I am? Yeah. God. Right? 
I don't think I, that's I don't what I'm saying. I don't think anybody actually you've made it too would. difficult of a question because I don't think that's something anybody here would do. All I know is that it was at like a station event years ago and someone was talking to Isaac and Souk and they knew who they were and swag was like right there and they're like, oh, and who are you? And swag was just kind of like off put and he's like, I'm 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 swag like. I was gonna say the one person you know, I think that probably hit somebody with that would probably be Swag. I'm I'm Swag. Like I don't know. I don't know, man. I think Swag's probably still pretty chill about that kind swag of stuff. Swag is too. incredibly chill, incredibly chill. You know, but you know because he's the he's probably he's the voice of the fan. If you're if you're asking me, like I mean, who who has been in the past? Who's as well? The involved? voice of the fan is uh, Vic Orlando, our big voice guy. Yes, the big uh, the the guy whose voice. I think everybody wants a voice like that. Yes, you know, but like the person like I remember listening to the fan years and years ago and swag's voice was everywhere on every promotion you know every single update, it is still every, everywhere. everything yeah you know so it's one of those things i think swag would be the one like what who, who am i you know let's be real it's probably aj aj mccord she's a news lady she's on the on the tv and she has a radio show i mean let's be real is that is that if a more tv know, personality thing i was gonna say if you don't know aj mccord i mean yeah, that's you're probably tripping that's I mean, that's probably a good one I wouldn't, you know, if I were her, I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be afraid to throw that line out maybe once. I mean, do you know who I, I, I am on the news? You don't have a television if you don't. <laughs> That's just one of those things. So also this week, which has been very frustrating and fun at the same time, was uh, I got a cold for the first time. <laughs> Me and Rashad just look at each other. Like, like, uh, <laughs> That's well, is that something we need to be admitting uh, right now? <laughs> No, you're, well, first of all, you're only contagious with a cold like before, like literally two days before you show symptoms. <laughs> Rashad just put his mask on. <laughs> I'm fine. I've 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 been uh, feeling much better the last two days, mm-hmm. but for the very first time, I got sick in since 2019, and I'm sitting here going like, "Oh my god, I have COVID," and I'm traveling next week, and I was like, I was about to be really frustrated and right. pissed because I was like, if I got COVID, I'm not traveling. Because I was supposed to, I'm going to go see my family this week coming up, and my girlfriend was coming with me, and we were hanging out, my girlfriend and I, on Sunday, and on Monday night she started getting like a raspy voice, right, and a stuffy nose, and then on Tuesday night I started getting the post nasal drip, and I was like, oh boy, did you get me sick? And she was like, yeah, sorry, probably kissing on the mouth, Lynch. That's well, what you get. Yeah, well, true, and. uh and the first day, it was literally just like it was post nasal drip, and I had a little bit of a sore throat. I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe it's just allergies, right?" You know, it's there's stuff going around. It's pollen. It's summer. Oh, maybe it's just allergies. And then I got the second day, and it was like the sinus pressure, and I was like, "Okay, it's not allergies." And uh, it is really difficult to be sick again. You go a year and a half, hopefully, for those of you who do not catch COVID, you went a year and a half without getting sick, right? Because we've been wearing masks and we've been sanitizing, and everyone's been keeping away from each other, so. None of these things have been uh, been able to spread. And by the way, I tested negative for COVID, so you don't have to worry about that. Well, that's good. But um, it's really hard being sick. Like, I forget how awful it is. When you get sick, like, once or twice a year, or you get allergies because, like, you're living in the normal life and everything just kind of spreading around like crazy. Like, it sucks, but you're like, oh, well, you know, it happens a couple times a year, you get a little sick. You don't go you go a year and a half, almost two years without getting anything, and you get something that's like it feels like the end of the world. Yeah, especially stuff that like has any type of connection to COVID. Yeah. You know, then it's like, oh, I I definitely have this. Like have a headache. Oh, 
might as well go get tested now. It's like, or maybe take some ibuprofen and some like aspirin and maybe try to get cold still yeah. exist. You know, and so it, it's one of those things. I don't. I was asking someone, can you just be regular sick anymore? Like, if I tell you that, man, I just, I just don't feel feel as well today. Maybe just hungover. You know, people instantly think that. Yep. Well, maybe you should go get a COVID test. And and in most cases, you probably should. Some cases, you should. However, there is sometimes like if you have a stomach ache, it's a, you you might not have COVID. It's you know maybe just. You know, use the restroom, get some Imodium, you know, like, you know, something to kind of ease the pain. Like, I think we, it's easy, much easier to panic now about it being something much worse than uh, the common cold. Well, yeah, and it's like, I had a feeling it was just a cold. Like, I was looking up the symptoms and stuff, because, of course, you you start getting sick, you're like, oh, my God, I have COVID. Everyone that's does the, that. Isn't it, that's such Everyone a, that's does the it. very first thought now, whenever you get in and say, well, pfft. Might have to go get a COVID test. God, yep. I just blew up that toilet. Probably have COVID. Yeah, right, right. Well, <laughs> right. That is it. That symptoms, is certainly a thing that is tied to it. Symptoms and some symptoms have, that have nothing to do with, you know, with COVID. Oh, it's I got like, COVID. Man, it's, a new, it's a new my, strain. My ears are ringing right now. Might want to go ahead and get to the like what? Okay. Well, cool, so uh, I was feeling sick, and I I, I was ninety nine percent sure it was a cold because I didn't have a cough. I didn't have like anything that was a real symptom. And then I lost my sense of taste and smell because well. I had a stuffy nose and couldn't taste. You know when you get a stuffy nose and you can't smell and you can't taste? So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go get a COVID test because that is something that is a COVID test thing. And uh, I tested negative. And then within 12 hours, my taste and smell came back, and I was like, ah, I was just panicking. At least you went and got a test. Yes. Appreciate that because, yeah, after you dropped that lost the smell and taste line, I'm like, dude, what the hell, Mike? No, that's I got I got the test. I was like, the second that happened, I was like, all right, I'm going to go. There was an over-the-counter test, actually, at CVS. I bought it uh, for, like, 40 bucks. So and wait, uh, <laughs> I, I took that very literal. Like, what? You just walk in like, hey, can you uh, no, no, no. Can you like, stick that thing I, up my nose? Yeah, they, have, they have literally over-the-counter <laughs> reach right. in there and they have, get that I'm test going. Over. <laughs> <laughs> they have at-home tests now. And I called around. And uh, almost all the places were sold out, but there was a CVS that had a couple left. And it was a 15-minute test. It was easy. I did it and tested negative, so I'm good. It's just a cold. There's a cold going around, my friends. Yeah, let's not get super arrogant with, you know, not wearing. And obviously, the, the mask mandates are back. Yes. So let's, let's you know, let's remember to be safe because there's you can still get sick, as Lynch is saying. You know, if even if it's not the vid, you know, things can still uh, go wrong for you health-wise. So just make sure you... Keep staying safe. Wear the mask when you go into the store. When you're going, and, and to be the you know have it's precautions. Okay. Like it's, if if you if you have symptoms and you're nervous, go get a COVID test. They're actually pretty easy to get now. So it's it's not like a whole deal where you got to like make an appointment and it's a week later. It's like right. no, you can just go get a COVID. How test. much did it run you? Thirty five dollars. That's a that's a copay. That's a right straight up. <laughs> it, was, it was not bad at all, and it was it was easy. It was uh, it gave you all the equipment to do it and. It was uh, the one I got had like a Bluetooth thing that uh, connected to your phone. So it did the test in the device that was connected. And then your phone told you if you were positive or negative or not. And then I've looked up on the uh, FDA's website, their research for this one. And it was 100% if you were negative, uh, 100% accuracy. So I was like, all right, cool. I don't have COVID. Congratulations. Thanks. Indeed. Plus, I'm vaccinated, so I would hope I don't have COVID. <laughs> or at least if I did, it wouldn't be. And I don't know about you guys. As but serious I'm, as this. I mean, since I got vaccinated, I've been very, like, not lax, but just very. We're pe- real arrogant. Somewhat, after we get, after we get vaccinated. <laughs> I didn't, 
Now that you guys said it, I'm like, yeah, that's probably what yeah, it is. But I walk around super bold. Let's just say peace of mind, I guess. There's a little <laughs> bit more comfortability in living your life, I yes, guess. Yes, I've lived the same way because uh, most of the cases are from people who are unvaccinated. And if you do get it when you have it, it's like super mild. So I was like, whatever, I'll just, it's fine. But then I got sick and I was like, damn it. Now I feel sick and I hate I was this. hugging people and stuff. Hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> yeah, fully vaccinated. We're good. Don't yep. worry about it. Yep. All right. Well, uh, so I'm out next weekend. Turns out Rashad is out next weekend, so we will likely not have a show. So we're going to do a double divisional preview today for the NFL. We started last week with your Rashad AFC East. Talked talked about the Pats, the Jets, the Bills, and um, Dolphins. We so we're going to do the NFC East today, and we're going to do the AFC North today. We should write down our predictions, so this way, at the end of the year... No, yeah. no, it's better if we don't have accountability, so we're not idiots. <laughs> no, yeah, I just I just like to see sometime, you know, as do you as ever sports see this, guys... Do you see the Skip Baylesses of the world and these guys writing down their predictions? No, they just say no, whatever they, they want, and then because, they forget the next day. Yeah, exactly, but it'd be cool to, or maybe not cool, but... Maybe it'd be good to see who got closest to the actual numbers that we were going for. Well, we both picked the Bills last week, so that's easy to remember. We both picked the Bills last week. you know. And but, I will also be going with the Bills. But so. I just win totals. You know, this way we can look at, man, we said that some team was, we said Jacksonville was going to win eight games. Rashad, if you'd two. like to be the one to take that on, you go ahead and do it. <laughs> oh, I'll do it. I ain't writing stuff down. I'll do it. If you want to write it down, you do it. Yeah, not a problem. Okay. Super easy. Rashad's responsibility. He's going He's going to hold us accountable for the picks. Easy. You're going to forget in like four weeks. No, I'm going to live just like uh, Cam had something posted right here. I'm just going to leave it right there on the window. This way everybody can see it. Okay. That sounds great. Yeah. Accountability. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. All right. You want to start with, uh, you want to get right into the divisions? Why not? Because we got, we got two hours and it's going to take some time. So NFC East preview begins next here on Sports Sunday. Very close to being football Sunday again on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 919 here on your Sunday morning. Mike Rashad Joe with you here on Sports Sunday. We're basically beginning our NFL divisional previews like we normally do every single year. We did the AFC East last week. We're going to do two divisions today since we are out next week. We will begin with the NFC East. Feel free to predict along with us on the text line at 503 250-1080. We shall begin with last year's division winner. And that is, do you remember? Was it the Eagles? It was the Washington football That's, team. Oh, okay. That's right. Who actually played very well in their playoff game, I thought. And lost. And, I mean, they lost. Yeah, they played well and lost to the Bucks. So, you know. It you was know, uh, They won the division. Whenever you lose the champs, like, that's, there's there's no shame in that, I guess. Sure. Um, they have a new quarterback this year, and his name is Fitzmagic. As Ryan Fitzpatrick is the starting QB for the Washington football team. Uh, Taylor Heineke, who they signed to a deal, is their backup, and they've got a couple other guys there as well. But uh, it's going to be the Ryan Fitzpatrick show there, which I think should be pretty exciting if you're a fan of Washington or if you want to watch the the Washington football team play again because to be honest with you I haven't really watched them play too much in the last couple of years because they've been really boring and hard to watch they haven't had a good offense they haven't had a good team but Ron Rivera is a good head coach and he has built himself a little team there a division winner at this point granted in a, a pretty pretty mediocre NFC East but I think with Ryan Fitzpatrick at the helm there that should make the the god I keep wanting to call them the Redskins that should make Washington football team uh much more explosive offensively and their defense is just nasty no their their defense is really uh what they're going to hang their hats on and you know a lot of a lot of the great teams that we see win super bowls in most cases it's not like a powerful offense that does it and mind you the offense is usually good it's a great defense that ends up doing it for them you know we can think we can really count especially lately on one hand the great offenses that have won super bowls right you know um Patriots, you know, when they were really moving, I'm uh, moving, but it was really when their defense got great is when it was, okay, yeah, they were not really a great offense. Yeah. No, but the, yeah, but there were there were points where you know they were the highest scoring offense in the league, and it didn't matter because the Giants, you know, punched them in the mouth. And you even look at you know Tampa Bay, like offensively they were great, but it, shook, it took that defense really showing up in that game 
to to change everything for them. Your Broncos that end up winning a Super Bowl uh, here a few years, a few years ago. The Seahawks, like all those teams, have great defenses in mind. So I think Washington's defense easily the best in their division. You know, it's not even it's not even close. But you add somebody like Ryan Fitzpatrick who is a starter in a backup's body or in a backup's you know position forever. Like Ryan Fitzpatrick is good enough to start on almost any team, you know, in the league. And that's always kind of that's a, been a part of his makeup. We didn't really realize that until maybe like the last 7 years of his career. Like, oh, this dude probably should have been starting somewhere for a long time. But, you know, but here he is taking over as quarterback for Washington. He has a couple um, pass catchers that hopefully developing them to great pass catchers and Terry uh, McLaurin and, and, and Logan Thomas. So, I mean, hopefully that offense can kind of catch up to the defense somewhere. If they even catch up halfway to where the defense is, uh, I think Washington can be a hell of a football team. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of view them in my head as the division favorite. Now, I, I believe – that the Cowboys have the best over-under for wins in this division because, well, they're the Cowboys and they will always get higher inflated numbers because a lot of people bet on them. Hear that, Joe? But uh, because of how Dallas played last year, I do think Washington should still be the favorite. Now, Dak Prescott being back is huge for Dallas. Uh, he has a shoulder issue right now, which we'll get to in a second. But um, I that defense is so good. And Chase Young, oh, my God. It's, he's he's a stud. What man. a great pick that they he's made. A, he's a star. Like, there's there's certain guys when you look at them. That you defensive just, line has Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, and Montez Sweat on it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it, Chase Young is one of the – like, you you can just tell. Like, when somebody's out there playing, you know, I think we had this – we we obviously have this about Aaron Donald. You know, whenever he's on the field, it's like yeah, you, you can just tell. Like, there are certain guys that are just better – than everybody else you know um Jalen Ramsey at his best like there you can tell there's nobody better than him when he's really on his game so uh, you look at this guy and like bro he's a he's a monster and then you throw in somebody like Montez Sweat that's gonna go next to him it's like this that D-line is in incredible and so it's hard for me it's it's hard for me to say Dallas is the better team but Dallas is the better offense that's for sure it's I think it gets worrying about that defense that you know is the big the big question mark for them. That's not a question mark for Washington. And great defenses typically win a lot of games. Now, the other thing you have to remember for Washington, and this is a Ron Rivera special, is they added Curtis Samuel this year as a free agent who was quite good with the Panthers. If you remember correctly, as a, he's a he's like a little like a slot receiver, uh, kind of a guy who does plays out of the backfield. He can run the football a little bit. He is a great gadget guy to have in an offense with Ryan Fitzpatrick, who often will move out of the pocket. And so I, I just, I'm just feeling pretty high on Washington this year. Terry McLaurin, you're right. Great, uh, good, I shouldn't say great. Good number one receiver who could be a great number one receiver mm -hmm. as he uh, he continues to improve. I just, I, and you got a, a young running back in Antonio Gibson who played a little bit last year, but gets a year two under his belt as the starter. But So, you know, they're over-unders eight. I'm going to probably say over, and I'm going to say I'm going to give them nine to 10 wins. I, I think around, right around 10 wins sounds good. And, you know, we have to continue to say this. Because hopefully people haven't forgotten. It's a 17-game season Yes, all of a sudden. You know, and so uh, you get people that additional game to play. I think 10 wins is reachable for, especially for a really, really good defense like Washington's. Okay. You want to go to the Cowboys? Let's go to the Cowboys. Okay. The Dallas Cowboys. Joe, what, hold on. Joe, how many, how, what about you for Washington? How many... How many wins do you see this? Because overall, this is your division. Yes. You know, so I'm curious of what you see Washington at. Over under eight. I mean, I will agree with you that that defense is pretty nasty. 
probably going to be top 10 in the league. But let's not put too much stock in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, I know, come on. I, I know he's a veteran, but. Look at what Harvard, he did with bro. the Dolphins last year. He got benched halfway through the year. So, I mean. Was, was that, then, was that a justifiable benching? Was that a justifiable benching? Did really? he get benched or not? He got benched because they felt pressure to put two of him. It wasn't, weren't they winning games at yes. that point? And the Dolphins were frustrated when they benched him, like the players were. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a journeyman quarterback <laughs> and a stopgap for when the Redskins or, excuse me, Washington football team can draft another quarterback and replace him just like the Dolphins did. He's not a world beater. If anything, if you have him starting all 17 games for the Washington football team next year, eight and nine. Nine and eight, maybe at best. Well, there you go. And then that's the NFCs for you, right? Right around five hundred, right? No, because the Cowboys, I already put money on it, are getting at least double digit wins this year. Wow. Okay, Joe. So I got a twenty spot on it with a coworker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, seems, I, that I, seems really, really aggressive for a division that never has ten wins. Well, the Cowboys have like the second easiest schedule in the NFL according to like last year's uh record uh, right. 2020 season. I think the Eagles actually have the easiest schedule. So, you know, if Jalen Hurts is a you know amazing quarterback in the future for Philly, maybe they take advantage of that schedule and Philly comes out of nowhere, which I doubt. Well, let's get to the Cowboys next then. And we'll discuss Joe's big hot takes of double digit wins for them. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. First, Joe has big hot sports takes. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 932 here on your Sunday morning. Mike, Rashad, and Joe with you previewing the NFC East heading into the upcoming NFL season. We chatted the Washington football team. Let's move on to Joe's favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys. 
who actually did not do very much this offseason. I was looking at their depth chart. I asked you, I was like, who did they sign? Because it doesn't look like they brought in a lot of new pieces. Uh, they really haven't. The big addition is Micah Parsons, the number one overall pick for them. The 21st over, not the 21st overall pick. The, uh, where do they get him? 11th in the draft? The 11th overall pick this, this last year in the first round as a linebacker for them. If you watch the first episode of Hard Knocks, they did a little bit of a focus on him early on. It's kind of funny. He rubbed me the wrong way a little bit in that episode. Like, it didn't feel like he was taking the criticism. He was like, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. I know I did it wrong. I know I did it wrong. But then I watched some highlights from him playing yesterday, and he looked really good. So um, personality or not, that rubs me the wrong way. He's probably going to be a pretty good linebacker for them. This all, Look, the, the honest thing for the Cowboys is this all rests on Dak Prescott and his health. Before he got hurt last year, and it was a gruesome injury, if you remember, he, he broke his ankle or broke his leg, and you saw the ankle bent the wrong direction. Uh, he was playing incredible. Yeah. Now, their defense was historically bad, and they weren't winning all the games, but he was playing really, really well. So there are two questions. One, what kind of Dak Prescott are we getting back from the injury? Those serious injuries sometimes do affect any player's ability to play at the level again. Um, you know, I think some of it's a lot, a lot of it's just a trust thing, right? Like you're, you play a little bit more nervous because, well, you shattered your leg last time you played. Uh, the other side of it is that he has a shoulder strain that he's had multiple MRIs on and they keep saying it looks okay, but he's also not practicing because of it. So all of this rests on Dak Prescott. Ezekiel Elliott had a little bit of a down year last year, maybe a lot of a down year based on your expectations for him. But I think that actually, I guess if you think about it, that's also another big important part for the Cowboys because We've seen so many times running backs after a couple of great seasons will just fade and fall off the face of the earth. I don't think that's going to happen with Zeke. I think he's a better running back than that. But that does happen with the running back position. But if, if Dak is healthy and playing well like he was last year, this Cowboys team is going to win a lot of games. Uh, I I think – see, I make fun of the Cowboys a lot. You know, it's, it's fun. It's a fun thing to do, right? You know, make fun of the Cowboys and – Make fun of the, you know, who else is whatever bad teams. I guess the, the Lakers and the Knicks when they're bad and stuff like that. It's just one of those things. But the truth is, I think the reason the Cowboys didn't add many people in free agency is because they didn't really need to. If we're being real, like the Cowboys roster is incredible, you know, especially offensively. And so you don't really need to add a bunch of pieces. The biggest issue with Dallas last year is they were hurt. Being real, man, offensive line look terrible. You lose your trigger man and Dak Prescott. Like you just they didn't they didn't look great. And then in uh the first year ahead as a head coach, man, they looked awful under Mike McCarthy at points. And so I I think this year should be better because hopefully you have everybody healthy. You said the big question mark is Prescott's shoulder. I'm curious of what he was doing during his offseason to where he injured it he had time to injure his shoulder as well. What do you have some insight on that, Joe? Yeah, I've talked to a couple guys down in Dallas. Right. and uh, No, I mean... Really aggressive solo time. Yeah, I, I was just speculating, like, listen, I mean, he's... Uh, oh, I get it. <laughs> he's out there going hard in practice, training camp, harder than he's probably ever worked since last October, since he went down with the injury. And he wants to prove that he is back and... Maybe it's just some soreness. Maybe he's overworking, and you can see in the Hard Knocks episode, it's like he wants every rep. He wants he does not want to take a play off right now because he wants to get back. He's back doing what he loves, and so when he got taken out just for like a couple plays, he was irked, just pissed about it. I've, I actually haven't seen Hard Knocks 
yet. Yeah, I'll I mean, they, I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. They wanted to reduce his workload, and so like the second practice or something. Only one episode. They were like, all right, hold him out, you know, for a few plays, and he was not happy about it. And so I think he's just, you know, foaming out the mouth, trying to get out there and show that he can get back to where he was. And maybe he just overworked his shoulder, just throw, throw it so many times, throw it so many times hard. And, and I, it's just what happens when you take out that much time. Um, that's my speculation. I, I guess it's best case scenario. You know, this just is just he's just overworking his shoulder. And for every Cowboy fan out there and really for NFL fans, that's what you hope it is, because Dak Prescott, like you mentioned, Lynch, he, he was on his way to being considered one of the best in the league last year before the injury. And then the injury came, and it was like, oh, okay, well, so much for that. So hopefully he'll be able to to bounce back and have a healthy full season because none of this matters if – who's your backup this year? Garrett Gilbert. Garrett yeah, Gilbert or Ben DiNucci. Doesn't, yeah, you definitely want, don't want Ben DiNucci as your starting quarterback for the rest of the year. What? You know, Why? You don't. Come on, man. You want him to be the Broncos well, quarterback? Honestly, no, but he's got a great <laughs> exactly. name. I don't want to hear this, well, it's good to have a good backup because I heard that all last year with Andy Dalton. And, no, that, yeah, that worked out. Well, he was a good backup, but then he got hurt. He was in there for a few games, and it really made no difference that he was our quarterback. Well, he was better than Ben DiNucci, was he not? Yeah, that's. I don't that's think what... he was much worse. Uh, I don't well, think he was. I mean, what the Cowboys <laughs> were? What they finished three and thirteen, four and twelve last year. I mean, it was not. It's not like Andy Dalton was like, oh yeah, they're really maintaining right now with Dalton. He's, he might have him in the hunt. It's like no, it was not much different with him or Ben DiNucci. In there. Right, but at least their offense had a semblance of offense. It was the defense that killed you guys last year. Yeah, the, your defense and that's, is, that's the thing is is Dan Quinn is the defensive coordinator now. Yes, they brought him in. He got fired as the Falcons head coach. He's the defensive coordinator now, and we'll see what that what that can do with this defense. They have not made a lot of changes on the defensive side of the ball. They did sign a defensive tackle from Houston, Carlos Watkins. They signed uh, Malik Hooker, a safety from the Colts. They also signed a safety from the Falcons, uh, DeMonte Kazee, who is predicted to be the starter, at least on Our Lads, which is the site that I'm using. Keanu Neal, former Falcon as well. So Dan Quinn bringing some of his guys over from that regime to this now Dallas defense. So, yes, at, uh, at middle linebacker. So there are guys that are there that are options, but none of those are necessarily like, names that get me excited about the defense being any better so a scheme's going to be important and i'm not going to pretend to be an x's and o's guy here I, I i don't know or remember what dan quinn runs defensively i i'll see it when i watch the cowboys this year and be able to talk more about it but i'm not i i'm not an expert on that kind of stuff but you know at, drafting micah parsons with your first round pick is big and that'll hopefully help but otherwise i'm gonna need to see it to believe it you got a great receiving core i love cd lamb i love cd lamb uh, you got Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup there as well. So, you know, offensively, I think they're fine. It's the defense that's going to give me give me a big concern, and uh, I just need to see it to believe it. So because of that, I'm going to go under on their nine wins and say eight, eight and nine. Yeah, I, the bet I took, I thought it was some somewhat fair. The coworker he said, um, if they win eight games, if they go eight and nine, I get twenty bucks. If they win ten games go 10 and seven you get 20 bucks if they win nine games it's a push okay N nobody and i was like i'll i'll take that so yeah, even if 20 bucks it's whatever i was like even if it's nine and eight you know, like i don't lose any money i was like all right fine let's do it <laughs> well i predict you to lose money joe 
Well, eight, eight and nine is the Cowboys. I'm telling game. you, that schedule looks pretty tasty. I'm not going to lie. When I looked at it a few weeks ago, I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then I looked up the strength of schedule, and they're second to last in the league. I'm like, okay, that's fingers crossed here. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at the rest of their division, and offensively, there's not a better team in the NFC East. Like, I can honestly see them having big trouble stopping teams because their defense isn't great. But I could see them in completely outscoring not just teams in their division, but just teams around the league just because of how, how much talent they have offensively at every single position. If the offensive line is healthy, then Ezekiel Elliott has a bounce-back season. So um, I'm also going to say 9-8, uh, and eight, which I think will be just enough to uh, compete for first place in their division. That's, what, that's, that's right around where I think they'll be. And you say 10 wins? Yeah, give me at. Okay. Can I say at least ten and seven? Sure. <laughs> Why not? So I got eight for them. You got nine. Joe has ten. All right. Coming up next, we'll move on to the third place predicted team in the division, and that is the New York Giants. Hmm. 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 Over under seven wins for them. We'll discuss them next. This is a Sports Sunday on the Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. NFL divisional previews in action right now here on Sports Sunday as the NFL season's just a couple of weeks away. Did the Washington football team and the Cowboys. Giants over under is seven this season. And they are a team that is incredibly underwhelming to me. When I when I think about them, when I look at their roster, I just am like, eh, they're like a 500 team. This is what the Giants are. Yeah. I mean, I feel this way about a lot of the NFC East teams. Like, you know, like Washington, I think will be better this year because their defense is amazing. But like, okay, it's it's the NFC East. I don't have a lot of hope. This is, I think, the last chance for Daniel Jones to prove that he's worth being a starting quarterback in this league, at least for the Giants. You know, someone else might take a chance on him if he fails this year, but. He has not really done enough, in my opinion, to prove that he was worth a high pick and to stick around after his rookie contract. His offensive line was not very good either, which didn't help. They have not made many changes along that offensive line. Uh, they did sign uh, Nate Solder from the Patriots, but beyond that, it's the same offensive line. They brought in Kenny Galladay this year as a top receiver, which on paper looks good, but you know Kenny Galladay's had his inconsistency issues in Detroit as well. And they brought in John Ross from Cincinnati as well for some speed. Still have Stilling Shepard. Still have Darius Slayton from last year. Um, Evan Ingram is still there. The dropsy king at the tight end position. So I, I, the Giants, to me, just feel like a very average team. Uh, there's not a lot to get excited about for them. They'll win some games. They'll be annoying sometimes. But I I, I think seven is almost right on for the over-under uh, for wins for them. I think they're going to go seven and ten. It's 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 an average team. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, I think seven wins is, is really kind of, kind of, you know, really nice for, for this team. But uh, ultimately, like, everything relies on Daniel Jones. Can he take that next step that he needs for the organization to be successful? It looks like for, 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 for everything it looks like, it looks like they've, they've tried to do their best to surround him with some talent. You know, they went out, you mentioned 
They went out and they signed Kenny, Kenny Galladay. They got John Ross. They went and got Kyle Rudolph. So they Saquon Barkley back from injury. Saquon Barkley is 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 finally back, and hopefully he can stay healthy and be a big big part of what they do. You know, you just happen to be in a really winnable division, almost kind of like the AFC East. Like you know, it's just a, a division that's that's wide open. You know, outside of maybe one team, and I think that one team in this division is the Eagles, but. They can make that leap, and at this point, because they've been so bad, I don't think they're really going to be asked to do a whole whole lot. So you say seven wins, I'm going to say I'm going to say six. But I think in those six wins, you're going to see Daniel Jones uh, hopefully take a, a few steps forward offensively and do better than throwing 11 touchdowns in a season. You know, you're you're going to need more from that from your first pick at the quarterback position. I do wonder how much Saquon's going to do for this team too, because he's been hurt for two seasons in a row now uh he missed basically the entirety of last season with the with the severe knee injury uh the year before he missed i believe it was four or five games so he's missed time in two straight years i mean he's he's been very very good when he's been there but had it, it hasn't really mattered how good he's been right you know he he can be a great running back but the giants haven't been winning because of him so that's why he, he'll he be important to kind of give Daniel Jones a bit of space and breathing room to do his job because if you got to worry about the run, then you gotta, you're got you going to give Daniel Jones a little bit more time. Right. I just don't know if if Daniel Jones has got it. I, I didn't believe in him from the start, and he showed some flashes, but I think the only thing I will ever remember about Daniel Jones after this year is his very long attempted touchdown run where he tripped over nothing and fell short by two yards well, on the grass, man. Sometime the turf, the turf monster will get you like that. And that's exactly, do you remember that was happened. like an 80 yard touchdown yeah, run and he, he was, just tripped and fell. Yeah. I'm sure he wishes he can have uh, that one back, but yeah, I, I just think they, they need to figure out how to really um, bolster that pass rush. And, you know, they went out and got the, the kid from, uh, I can't remember what where he went, but Aziz Oljuri, you know, to be a, a pass rusher for them. They need to get back to really punching people in the mouth like they're used to and kind of creating some opportunities for their offense. So hopefully, you know, they'll be able to do that. But I think I'm looking at a, a six, six and 11 season for them, possibly seven wins, but I'm saying six and 11. All right. I'm going seven and 10. What do you got for the Giants, Joe? For the Gigantes, um, you know, the, there was talks about the team kind of rallying around Joe judge towards the end of that season last year. But when I look at quarterback and wide receiver core, I just don't have a lot of confidence instilled in how good that offense will be. I feel like it's just going to be a lot of Saquon save us throughout the season. Um, gosh, yeah, I, I hate to, you know, go seven and 10 and just be the same as you guys. But I mean, it's kind of hard to, well, hard he's to- writing it down. So you want your predictions to be correct. Oh, not just different. Well, in that case, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go. Let's go seven and ten. Fine. And then, <laughs> and then the Eagles. Very interesting. Oh, and 17. Very interesting because there's been all the rumors and the talks that they're tied to trying to get to Sean Watson, despite all the stuff that's going on with him and his off the field stuff with his weird massage, sexual abuse, assault stuff. Harassment. I don't know what term you want to use for it, but oh, you can his, use them all. It's all weird. Bonafide creep. Yeah, yeah, his his bonafide creepiness with massage therapists. So if, as of right now, Jalen Hurts is the starting quarterback. When he came in last year, played better than I thought he would. 
you know, he had he had a a couple of games where I was like, hey, okay, I could I could see this guy maybe being a quarterback for the future. But it, it's it's more of like the extreme question mark about him that makes the Deshaun Watson thing so interesting. So taking the off the field stuff away for a minute, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson going to the Eagles is a massive upgrade for them at quarterback and helps the team immensely because Deshaun Watson is a top five quarterback in the NFL, right? Again, it's it's hard to remove that stuff, but just think about Deshaun Watson as a QB. Remember when he was wanting out of Houston before this all came out and every team and every team's mom wanted him? He's that good. Now, the Eagles are certainly a flawed team. So I don't know I don't know if it, if he brings the Eagles to the top of this division or if it's going to be like him with the Texans where he single-handedly wins them like four or five games, but well, they're the Texans, so they're going to lose games too. Um, it, it kind of feels a little bit more like that for me. If Deshaun Watson does wind up going to Philly, uh, they did draft Devonte Smith from Bama this year. You know, he's very, very small and thin, but uh, he was incredible last year at Bama. I'm curious if he's going to be similar to Jerry Judy in the first year where in Denver, uh, he had a little bit of a drop issue. He's very skinny as well. So he didn't fully kind of in his first year, despite being a very high pick kind of get him, get himself used to NFL football right away. I'm curious if Devonte Smith's going to have similar issues because outside of him, the receiving core is questionable <laughs> and Zach Ertz is still there, but Zach Ertz is getting older and he wasn't very good last year and he was hurt a lot. So I, this team certainly does seem like the clear worst team in the division. They're over under by the way is six and a half. So not much lower than the Giants, but yeah, yeah, the Eagles, you know, being real, they probably have the worst roster in the division. I mean, just top to bottom. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd pull the trigger on that, you know, um, Deshaun Watson trade because Jalen Hurts is somebody that's in his first year, played well, you know, in his first year, considering everything that he had to play around with in Philadelphia. And he still did really well. Devontae Smith is somebody who has really impressed his coaches from everything I've read, you know, thus far. But now I think he has a sprain, MCL, and so he hasn't really done anything for a few weeks at this point. So we don't know how serious that injury is going to be as he gets ready to to move forward. But, um, you know, the, the, the offensive line had so many injuries last year and uh, that 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 puts their offense, you know, how effective can you be if your offensive line is trash, you know, like, and so – um, they got guys like, you know, Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham and Darius Slay and, you know, but they're still at the bottom of the NFL in defense last year. There's, there's, they still have a lot to work on in Philadelphia. I don't even think just getting Deshaun Watson, I think, you know, you take a step backwards because you're going to have to give up a lot to get Deshaun Watson, including your future. And, and what, what, what happens after, you know, and this is just speculation, what happens if Deshaun Watson is found guilty of something? What does that do to your your position, to your quarterback position, and you just let go of a young stud who could potentially be uh, a big star in the league? So they got some things to work out, but overall, I don't really expect much from the Eagles this year. Um, four wins. I mean, again, you're talking about one of the worst, the one of the worst rosters in the in the division. Um, one, and if they're the one of the worst in this division, what does that say for the rest of the league? You know what I mean? When they have to play right. other teams. So right. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, five wins. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go under the six and a half. I'll say, I'll say four wins for the Eagles this year. You know, they got Joe Flacco there. 
So I suppose if if uh, Jalen Hurts really flames out, they have a veteran. <laughs> I mean, not that he's been any good recently, but you know, I guess giving it up to a veteran instead of like a Ben DiNucci type is, a, I guess, a little bit of a positive. Again, it doesn't matter, Mike. Andy Dalton is no much better than Ben DiNucci at this point <laughs> in his career. He was though, when you watched it, it was better. It was better. Uh, they also have Nick Mullins. How about that? Right. Ooh. He was good for like four games for the Niners. Definitely better than Ben DiNucci. Uh, What say you, Joe? Yeah, I'm going under the uh, six and a half, but I think I'm just going to stay at six. Um, No, I I feel like the defense is still has a lot of holdovers from that Super Bowl team. And I think that's where they will get saved in a few games this year is on the defensive end. But I just, I, until I really see amazing plays and amazing games from Jalen Hurts, then I'm not going to believe that he's going to be this future franchise player for the the Eagles. So uh, first-year head coach, again, as Mike said, wide receiver core doesn't instill a lot of confidence. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the 6 and 11. Uh, we've got a couple other additions, by the way. I found a better website to tell me who they signed this year, so apologies for making mistakes earlier in the show. Uh, Steven Nelson, former Beav, uh, he is now with the Eagles. He went from uh, Pittsburgh to the Eagles this year. Also, uh, Ryan Kerrigan, former uh, pass rusher from Washington, now with the Eagles as well. So, you know, a couple of additions. I think Steven Nelson and Ryan Kerrigan are good additions to that defense. I like Steven Nelson a lot, actually. And Kerrigan's a vet, you know, so he'll give them uh, he'll give them that on their defensive line. But, yeah, so... I'll, I'll say four wins, though. It's just one of those where I just don't trust the team at all. All right. Next hour, I want to take a quick break in between the divisions and begin the next hour talking about the rookie quarterbacks who played yesterday in the preseason. We saw first action for most of them. And then we'll get to the AFC North, the second division to preview for today. This is Sports Sunday on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 